Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? Here we are again. Sorry about the absence of an episode yesterday. We were both um, jetting around the world yeah. from our holiday compounds back to our homes uh, and the misery that comes with getting home after a holiday. Oh, Probably a lot of the cunters are thinking uh, are in a similar situation. It's back to school week, isn't it? Yeah, that's a good thing, I suppose. So a lot of our listeners are dads like us. Yeah. And they're, li- they're living the hashtag dad life. Yeah. <laughs> and so they know how we feel to be yeah. back in our own home rigs. Our own rigs, yeah. Being back in your own rigs nice in some ways. Like I, I didn't half enjoy my night's sleep last night. I got in from the airport about midnight right. and having my own pillow. I yeah. don't know what sort of pillow you favour, Andy, but I invested a few years ago in the best pillow I could get. I think it's a good idea, yeah. And it's like one of these ones that's quite firm and it moulds to your head shape, head. I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Do you I got find yourself head... waking up then in, in a kind of indentation? Yeah. Where your head it's has been... Bespoke. It's a bespoke pillow that has moulded to the dimensions of my head. Because <laughs> yeah, everyone's head's head unique, measure. Andy. Is it yeah. like a Savile Row sort of thing where you've got to go and yeah, get your Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went up and, uh, hello, sir. Oh, sir has a rather abnormally sized head. Like a giant Yeah, potato. that's right. <laughs> that's why that's I'm here. right. Don't make a big deal out of it. That's no, we I'm are here. more than used to it. Do your stuff. Go on. <laughs> if, listen, mate, if I didn't have it, if I didn't know I had a weird fucking head, I'd be up Debenhams getting a fucking nine ninety nine pillow like every other cunt. So fucking, I'll cut, get an Argos pillow. Cut the fucking wise cracks and do your job, cunt. <laughs> Quite, sir. <laughs> just just trying to break the ice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, fucking don't. Get this fucking head measured so I can get out of here. Uh, how long are you going to fucking... How long does it take to get this fucking thing made? Got to send off the measurements to Hong Kong, have you? Get it made in a sweatshop, I suppose. Oh, no, sir. This is handmade here by our very own pillow makers. Pillow makers to the Queen herself. Yeah. Well, tell him to fucking hurry up. I don't mind paying extra because I ain't had... A, I keep waking up with a fucking crick in my neck, I don't I? <laughs> Situation I've got, pal is that my fucking neck can't support my head. <laughs> you ever seen that film, The Elephant Man? Oh, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. So chop, chop, tell them to fucking go double quick. Now get this cunt, let's get this cunt of an head measured. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. I was delighted to be back with my own pillow in my oh. own bed. Uh, I also invested. These are the two things that any man should or woman should invest in: 
for uh, their rig. As in is top a, dollar, as in not skimp on, as in the don't life skimp essentials. on your mattress yeah. or your pillow. Yeah, in life, exactly. those are the two most important things in your life. Yeah. Your mattress and your pillow. Don't fucking skimp. The younger right. people won't really see the benefits of that because they've got other things to spend on. They go out, they have social yeah. lives, they buy, uh, you know, the, the, the avocados, I believe and is what they're all into. The, the latest sports shoes. And uh, nitrous oxide. Um, a lot of them, I've noticed KFC. that with a, lot, a lot of the youngsters love to do activities. Mm. So, like, when I was in the holiday compound, I did a lot of activities and mm. I realised what it was like to be a millennial who was yeah. constantly engaged in activities. Yeah. Because we don't, we didn't really have activities when we were that age, did we? We like getting pissed and like that was it. Getting pissed and, and, and digging, kind of. Getting pissed, digging holes, that sort of thing. Dressing up as Dick Turpin was as yeah. close as I got to an activity in my childhood, right? <laughs> Riding around on a fucking broomstick <laughs> and it was Black Bess. Yeah. But now, like. Ironically, at, at the, now, that, that is now available. As a bespoke activity, yeah, for nineteen ninety nine oh, an hour. At this, at the compound, they had a slip and slide, and I realised in in London might not happen in Sunderland. In London, as soon as the sun comes out, everyone, all the millennials, not kids, but like people in their twenties, going, "Oh, there's a slip and slide. Let's go and do a slip and slide." Mm. It's a fucking health and safety nightmare, by the way. Is it? It's a fucking fast track to breaking your collarbone. <laughs> you need a new pillow. Yeah. Anyway, they spend their money on all that shit. If you're listening, kids, fucking put some money aside on your special online credit card you've got, one of those ones that saves money every time you spend. Yeah. They've all got them, haven't they? I think so. And put it aside for because the moment you get into your mid-30s, then you're going to realise that you're the benefits of having the best fucking pillow mm-hmm. and the best fucking mattress the money can you can possibly afford. Stretch yourself as far as possible. Don't worry about buying a house. That's pointless anyway. No. Just get... If you've got a mattress and a pillow, you don't need a fucking house. No, you just get a shed. Yeah. Sorted or a van. You'll be comfortable you forever, wherever you yeah. are. Get a, you know, get a loan. Take out a loan. And, you know, if you need to spend six grand on your bed rig... Do it. Fucking do it. Talking You'll of sleeping rigs, just a, 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 you know, just one last holiday from the compound, from the <laughs> family holiday, right? <laughs> when we got to the compound, I've just remembered this. When we got to the compound, we all checked into our rooms. I was like, fine. I had a connecting room with the kids, so we can get them in another room. Oh, but they were there separate. A door. Yeah, nice. But connecting. Yeah, that's the way to do it, right? So you've got a bit of privacy, mm-hmm. but they can't kind of, you know, get pissed. Or yeah. something like that without yeah. you hearing it. You can open that door any time and get access to what any, they're doing. Yeah. Exactly. So I've walked back through reception and I've seen my brother Cass and his missus. They're back queuing up at reception. I said, well, what's going on? Oh, we're going to try and change rooms. I said, why? Oh, we're not happy with the room. I thought, that's a bit cunty, right? Just got here and they're making a fuss. Just fucking take the room you've been given, mate. Right? <laughs> Do you know what it turned out? I got it out of his wife the next day. They wanted a room with a balcony. And I thought, that's fucking weird. Like, who cares? Do you know what I mean? Like, the room on holiday, as long as there's not a fucking rat in it or something, then, yeah. you know, just, you're not in there for much. And, and even uh, if it's a dead t- rat, that's fine, because it's not yeah, going anywhere, dead, it? Just fucking kick Doesn't it under the anything. bed. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> the, uh, it's, this is fucking true. You might not believe it. <laughs> 
But she said really casually that they needed a a bedroom with a balcony for her to sleep on. And I said, why? What are you talking about? And she said, well, Cass snores so loudly that I literally cannot sleep at all (laughs) when I am in bed with him. Then I found out that back home, they've got a a grandparents rig situation. Yeah. Where they literally sleep, because their kids have grown up and flown the nest, they sleep in different rooms. This is quite... I'm going into the details of their marriage now, which I shouldn't be, but the point is... That's fine. Is that... It's they a- upgrade. They upgraded the room at great expense, yeah. right? So there could be a balcony, so his wife could sleep on the balcony outdoors every night, right? <laughs> so he could sleep and snore in peace to his heart's content. Should he well, not have been I sleeping thought- outside? Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. That's what I thought. Fucking hell, for a start, just get separate rooms. You might yeah. as well, right? Yeah. Now, if not, he's the fucking snorer. Surely he goes out and balcony. He's had his 20 drinks, mm. right? And then he's going to snore a lot because, from my experience, the more you drink, the more you snore, right? Mm. Yeah. He's, that's his choice. Get out on the balcony. He upgraded it. Isn't that nice? Ah, sweetheart. Sweetheart, I'm going to treat you. I've got yourself, I've got you a balcony <laughs> to sleep on. Oh, that's so kind of you. That's so kind. Yeah, then you can get yourself all comfortable out on the concrete floor. Like a little in nest. Full, in full view of every other cunt in the compound, right? No privacy whatsoever, right? Maybe birds shitting on you. Stray French cats coming along and sniffing about you in the night, right? <laughs> No means of getting any water, because I will tell you this, I'll be locking the balcony door at night. <laughs> he fucking make locks sure you on the balcony every night. Make sure you wrap up warm, because it gets cold at night. <laughs> <laughs> the days are hot, but the nights, oh, well, you've got the French Mistral down here, ain't you? The old fucking wind comes blowing through at night time. You want to watch it? It can blow you clean off the fucking balcony, love. Oh, well. Never mind, sweet dreams. Take the FM. I'm going to go and have a right good snore up because I've had 20 <laughs> drinks. <laughs> I've been drinking all day. I'm going to snore to my heart's content, unbothered by you. I mean, I can't, I can't sleep on a balcony. I'll keep the old hotel awake all night with the snoring. <laughs> it's got to be one of us, and obviously it's going to have to be you. <laughs> I mean, it's it's probably good that they didn't get separate rooms because he would have just like compounded himself into his holiday rig with you know in a, in a, a acquired lots of wine and started getting Chinese delivered and stuff like that. It'd have gone yeah, a holiday get his more. Chinese delivered to his room. He would have identified a Chinese takeaway yeah. in Provence. Yeah, <laughs> hello, <laughs> is that Provence take takeaway Chinese? Yeah, good. <laughs> Fuck, I found you. <laughs> Come up to the compound. You're a lifesaver. What do you mean, what compound? The main one. <laughs> Come up to the main holiday compound. Ask for me at the gates. Just bring me a bit of everything. <laughs> I'll probably be asleep when you get there, so just tell him to leave it outside my door and give a knock. You'll know which room it is. Just follow the snoring. <laughs> Yeah, amazing, amazing rig action. But anyway, that's the only good thing for all the dads listening, isn't it? Yeah. We're all sad that holiday times are over, but mm. at least you're back in your own rig. And at least the kids will be back at school soon as well. Yeah, I've got one back the day. The other one goes tomorrow, and then everything yeah. gets back to normal again. Nice. Yeah. Shall we have a look at the uh, the football results from over the weekend, Sam? 
yeah. The predictions, etc. Um, I'm just quickly going through them because I haven't actually filled them in yet. Crystal Palace won Aston Villa nil. There was that controversial goal that was disallowed. Yeah. That Villa scored in the last minute for fuck. I don't know what the fuck that was about. Uh, did Grealish get a yellow card for diving? Apparently. I don't know. I think he did. Grealish got a yellow because of it, but he he just played it out to the to the other player who'd scored and equalised, and there was nothing wrong with it. But the talking point there, if you want to talk about it. Talking point. Talking, no. no, not really. I'll tell you why I don't want to talk about it, is that I went to great expense uh, when I got in on Saturday night from the compound. I stayed up once for what's genuinely called crazy time, which they do every night in the compound at 10 o'clock. What happens then? Is, well, the geos, like the, what do you call them? Like the red coats, effectively. Yeah. They just literally get up on a stage in the bar and just start going fucking crazy and everyone else joins in oh forced craziness yeah i joined in i've got a video i'll stick it on the insta yeah it was the only night i stayed out i I went home like with my with my boy at like 8 30 most nights and put him to bed and then just sort of you know but crazy time was all right i got in and I thought, I've got to watch Match of the Day because West Ham have won. And I went to great lengths, Andy, mm. and no little expense in downloading one of those um, VPN things, right? Yeah, yeah, I've heard of them. <laughs> to yeah. disguise my whereabouts. Yeah. And that, I thought that way I can go on iPlayer and watch Match of the Day as it happens. Did it work? Well, after fucking ages, it worked, right? But it cost like, I had to subscribe to the bastard thing for a month or... It'll probably be one of those fuckers that keeps subscribing me forever now. It cost about seven ninety nine. Took ages to do. I was doing it all quietly in bed because my my wife was asleep and I was like, I had the laptop over. I've got to watch it. Got to see West Ham. And uh, halfway through the second game, fell asleep. Jesus so Christ. didn't see any of the other games. Then when I woke up the next day, I tried to watch it. I waited until seven o'clock on Sunday, which is yeah. when they make the match of the day available on iPlayer. Yeah. And by that stage, I, BBC iPlayer must have smart technology. By that stage, the fuckers put a pop-up message on saying, we can fuck, hello, hello, it's the John BBC I, here. I see we can see what, you, see what your fucking game is. <laughs> yeah. Fucking clever cunt, aren't you? Never Got one mind. of them VPNs. Sorry, mate, we spotted it. Fuck off. You're not watching Match of the Day now. I was like, ah, 7.99 I've spent. Yeah. yeah, so they discover you. They discover you. Oh, some really? cunters will probably have some uh, oh. hacks to get round that that they can tell me about. But I was discovered, well, so I, I, I didn't mean, see I, the I, Grealish. I've incident. heard of these VPNs. I don't really know much about them, but I do know, I do know that ExpressVPN is the best one. Fucking hell, Andy. Like, I was about to say, a man of your like well-known <laughs> internet talents, I would have thought you'd be all over the VPN situation. <laughs> I imagine that you're using one in Sunderland, even though you don't need to. You're yeah. always pretending that you're in fucking... Gitted. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, fucking steal a march on these cunts. Yeah. The fucking CIA. What, you don't you don't actually operate from your own IP address, do you, you silly bastard? The CIA would be all over that. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about them, but yeah, ExpressVPN is definitely the best one. Anyway. This is it! Every football fan knows it's the goals that really stay with you, thanks to their juddering emotional impact. In the new Life Goals podcast, football fanatics like Paul Hawksby 
Kevin Day, Nick Hancock and Andy Dawson relive the eight defining goals of their lives and reflect on what was happening at the time as it all comes flooding back. The reason I've chosen this goal is it was probably one of the seminal moments of my life. Like a good football match, it veers from the poignant... That goal, it was almost like a dam bursting. And I cried like a baby for five minutes. ...to the joyous... Yeah. I went on the pitch and so did my mum and dad. <laughs> so, you know, if that doesn't tell you something... <laughs> and there's music too. I mean, I was into the Sex Pistols when I was five, Theo. Life Goals with me, Theo Delaney, is brought to you by the producers of Top Flight Time Machine. Subscribe now to ensure you get each new episode on release. This is it! So, I'll, I'll quickly rattle through them because I don't really want to talk about their predictions all that much. Uh, Sam, you got one, two, five points. You correctly oh, predicted Man City 4, Brighton nil. Great. Well done. And then I got West Ham winning. And We didn't predict West Ham. We forgot to do the thing where we predicted our own teams. Oh, shit. We didn't do that, so sorry you didn't predict West Ham. It wasn't on the list. I got one, two, three, four. Yeah, I got four points. Hang on a minute. Two. Yeah, I got four points. I thought I didn't do that well. What, four, four correct outcomes? Four correct outcomes, yeah. So that's right. blah, blah, blah. Results spot got that Crystal Palace 1-0 as a result of all that controversy. Right. So results bot got three, four, five points as well. So not a lot of change. You're on twenty now. I'm on eighteen. Results spot's on thirteen. And uh, that's it. That's the predictions out and, of the way. Uh, yeah, the high press predicting is still proving to pay dividends. Yeah. For now, I think the jury's out on it personally, but you never, you well, never know. We'll see. see. We'll see. You can't really say until you're a few games in. International weekend coming up, so you know. Let's see how well, well your high press does then, when it's a bunch of teams you've never heard of. We'll yeah. see. I've got some emails to read out. Do you want a couple Good. of them? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, uh, this is from Jason. Uh, and this is a new topic that he's come up with himself called middle-aged men being cunts at football. This uh, <laughs> <laughs> is Brighton versus Fulham last season, 1st of September. Beautiful, hot, sunny day. Uh, after the game, Jason said, I had a couple of beers to let the crowd subside, then headed to the train station. Um, some of the fans uh, had had a couple of beers after the game. Some of them are making what he describes as bad choices. Uh, I noticed to my left a couple of gentlemen having some sort of disagreement. One is a Fulham fan, one is a Brighton fan, both in their early 50s. As the disagreement gets a bit heated, the train arrives. <clears throat> Not my train, so I'm staying on the platform, he says, and one of them gets on. He takes this opportunity to start miming a blowjob at the other man. You know, <laughs> a, 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 a post-argument parting shot, if you like. He mimes the blowjob yeah. as he gets on the train. Um fully expecting the doors to shut and be carried away from any confrontation, but the doors don't shut. <laughs> oh, classic. The train sits there with the doors open for about two minutes. <laughs> In this time, oh my God. both men stand about two feet apart, giving each other hand gestures, middle finger, wanker, blowjob, whatever. Two middle-aged men behaving in public in front of women, children and gulping seagulls in a manner that would shame a couple of eight-year-old kids. There is the odd, come on then, arms wide posture, but they are two feet apart. One on the train, one on the platform. And there's nothing between them. That is the ultimate humiliation. Yeah, they're both locked in a mutual humiliation that they can't get out of. Yeah, they were forced. They were forced to 
he says not fight each other. No, no one's restraining either of them because there's not really any point because they're not going to do anything. It's quite yeah. clear neither of these middle-aged men with their beer bellies and their arthritis want any sort of physical contact whatsoever, but neither of them is going to back down from giving it the biggin. Jason says it was one of the most pathetic things I've ever seen in my life, and I thought I'd share it with you guys. <laughs> Thanks oh, for thinking of is, us, Jason. That is awful. He says, I'm but, sure... you know, there, but for the grace of God, I yeah. mean, you know... I've given it the big one before, mm-hmm. probably subliminally knowing that, you know, there was no way it, things were going to become physical. That you had an escape I mean, I can't, I, I've, I've not consciously done it, but I've probably done... I mean, I know I've given it the big one lots of times throughout my life. Yeah. And, <laughs> and <laughs> you know, all I'm saying is there, but for the grace of God... <laughs> I don't know what I'd have done in that situation. I probably would have immediately dropped it and walked off. I'd have said, oh, sorry, mate. I've suddenly remembered I've got to be somewhere. Bye. Jalapeño. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jalapeño. Here's another one. Uh, <laughs> email's entitled Coining Protest. Uh, this is from Jay Wood. He says, recently been on holiday to Cornwall and went on a day trip to St. Ives and visited the town's singular arcade with a thirst for coining. Upon scouting the various machines, I was horrified to find <clears throat> all the machines were prizeless. Whoa. Can you imagine this? You're playing solely for coins and coin acquisition. What is the point of that? Because we know that these coin machines are rigged so that the ones that go right down the side, they don't pay out. The coin machine retains them. So if you're playing without prizes, you know, what is the purpose of it? Yeah, it's fucking weird. But that said, <clears throat> I in my early coining days, I did get... It's only like in, in recent times that I've become prize-focused to the extent that I am. The joy of playing it used to be at the massive payout. I mean, you got to admit, the noise made by a massive coin spill yeah. it's is quite satisfying. It's the thrill it's of quite a rush. Satisfying. I mean, I suppose um, you could you could use one of these machines as a, a training machine, couldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Even, even if, but even if you were going to have one of these in your house, and you had bags of two pences that you could put into the machine at will, because you weren't mm. going to, you know, fork out and lose, you'd still throw some prizes in, wouldn't you? Yeah, for a personal I'd machine, chuck some stuff in. Yeah, even if I had to just make some. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's weird that. 
There's only a matter of time before you get training machines with false two Ps that you can buy online or make yourself. Probably, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but uh, just, got, just at the end there, it just adds, Jim will just add as well. He's obviously a long-term coiner because he says um, previous best prizes include, and he says this is circa late 90s, early 2000s, um, 20 Mayfair with a fiver elastic banded around it. That's a big prize. Yeah, that's massive. That's got to be on a 10p machine, isn't it? Uh, well, it's got to be on an adult-only machine, surely. 20 Mayfair. Yeah. And another one was a Chairman Mao Lighter that had disco lights and played the Chinese national anthem. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, I'd, I'd, the amount of coins I'd spend in pursuit of something like Jesus. that. Jesus. And there's a PS. That's amazing. How about the other great seaside pastime, crabbing? Nothing like catching a bucket full of crabs with some bacon on a string. <laughs> yeah, I used to like that, but then I went off it because I just sort of thought, it's really, crabbing is really addictive because yeah. it's, it's not unlike coining in that it's the sort of game where every time you feel you're almost just about there, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you get the crab. It's also like the grabber at the arcade. You get the crab sometimes in the bucket, and if you're doing it off the off a bridge, which is my favourite way to do it, right? <laughs> bridge crabbing. Bridge crabbing, right? <laughs> the crab, like, there's a place called Warberswick in Suffolk where there's a great crabbing bridge right. that I used to, to, like, go crabbing on. In adulthood, not childhood. I'd go with my kids. And... The, the bridge is quite low down. You'd, you'd lower the bucket, not unlike Buffalo Bill does in Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. You know, he, he puts the hand cream down into the pit. Yeah. It's a bit like that. And you... Um, <laughs> but like I didn't. Ha- <laughs> but unlike Buffalo Bill, I did not have my William balls tucked between my thighs at no. the time of doing it. I was going to ask, like, yeah, thanks for clearing yeah, that up. I wouldn't do that. Not That's more night crabbing. That sort of carry on. This was family crabbing in the day. Dear crabbing, yeah. You, lo- you lower it down with the bacon, you trick <laughs> the crab, and then the crab comes in, and then you you start pulling the bucket up, and then halfway up, the fucking crab jump either jumps out of its own free will yeah. or just slips out. And that it's so frustrating, so you do it again and again and again. I remember uh, the lengths I went to to try and... And then what do you do once you've got the crab? You think, what am I going to do with this little crab? kill it of course not i'm just going to put it back so what's the point and it's a confidence trick just like fishing is it's just like what's the point you're just it's the, it's you're the, just the thrill of the chase you're tricking isn't it? an animal it's the thrill you're, of the you're, chase i know but the animal's dumb it's like if it's a chase that the other the other creature is complicit in yeah then i can understand it but a crab is a dumb animal and you're tricking it with bacon and if you feel yeah. good about yourself, then for doing that, it's just, it's no different to fucking dangling a bag of sweets at a kid. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. But you're, you're I sick. mean, I'm not comparing it to nonsense, but what yeah. I'm saying is you're just tricking a dumb animal to make yourself feel good about yourself. Yeah, well, there's you, no, you, you haven't done anything good. It's no achievement at all. You've just tricked a crab. Yeah, but you're saying that in a, in a, in a country that where 17 million people have decided it's a good idea to leave the EU. Oh, here we so, go. So, you know, what's the difference between crabbing and Brexit? Well, that is a good point. And I've heard a lot of analogies about Brexit um, over the last few years. Mass crabbing, the, isn't it? You've, you've nailed it there. It's mass crabbing. But who's the crab, the EU or us? We're the, we're the crab. We're the fucking crab. I we're think all, we're both we're the crabs. We're the fucking, we're the crab and we're the fucking crabber. And no. the EU is the bucket. And the bacon, that's fucking re-smog, innit? 
No, fucking Boris Johnson's the crabber. And some yeah, of some true. of us have some of us have fallen for the bacon, and some of us haven't. Makes you think. We've got to do a separate pod on this. Anyway, um, we'll that's crap. We'll do it after with. No Deal. We'll go. We'll come back to this after No Deal. I, I. This is an email that breaks all kind of rules we've got on Top Flight Time Machine. Rules. The title is: I, I dreamt I slept on Sam's floor and saved his marriage. Oof. Now, usually. We would not indulge anyone's dreams because everyone knows other people's dreams are shit. But that is a good title to an email, so I've decided to read it out. This isn't, he starts off, Tom Pullin starts off by saying, this isn't my first dream about TFTM. Doesn't elaborate on that, Mm. but maybe one day he will. I dreamt I was tying my shoelaces in a London park only to be approached by Sam Delaney. So far, that sounds very plausible. Checks out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that does check out. He's... <laughs> approached by Sam Delaney. Oh, yeah. All right, mate. Here comes Hello, Sam mate. Delaney. Hello, mate. Tying your laces, are you? <laughs> yeah, nice. Nice system you got there. What'd you do? Rabbit's ears or the posh way? Yeah, I do rabbits ears and all, mate. The other way's for posh cunts, isn't it? <laughs> he seemed pleased to see me for some reason, as if we already knew each other. This may be related to the earlier dream in which I was a content producer for TFTM. Um, we were, that's content. fucking far-fetched, a content producer. We went back to his flat near Stamford Brook Station. <laughs> No naked ladies appeared for once. And he introduced... You know, because you remember I saw a naked lady every morning when I was 15. Uh, He introduced me to his wife, who didn't seem very pleased to see me. Again, that checks out. Mm. Uh, She wouldn't have been. We chatted for a bit in Sam's room, in inverted commas, (laughs) which was little more than a shabby tip with torn carpet and no furniture. Sounds like a nice rig. Low maintenance. He invited me to stay over and we slept on the fucking uncomfortable floor. Hey, mate, I'm getting on quite well with you. Why don't you stay over? Oh, yeah, all right. This is where the dream starts to fall apart because obviously you'd sleep on an expensive mattress with expensive pillows. Yeah, exactly. There was a jalapeno moment as suddenly it cut to me leaving Sam's house a few days later, Jesus. where there were smiles all round. Mm. Sam thanked me for saving his marriage <laughs> and said I was more than welcome to attend the TFTM after party at the next live show, <laughs> which was reserved for family and close friends. Again, <laughs> it falls apart there. There will be no parties no. or family members or close friends no. because I don't have any. Sadly, the dream ended before I could say how much TFTM had kept me sane during a difficult period earlier this year. If that is real, then I'm sorry you've had a difficult period. Yeah, but... Would be interested to know if anyone else has had any TFTM dreams. I also have a story about my friends going stray, being approached by a stray middle-aged man who was a bullshitter and involves a hedge. Oh, okay, well, Ooh, send that follow in. up. That sounds promising. That. So usually we'd say no dreams because dreams are boring. But funnily mm. enough... Uh, the Geordie, who I was on holiday with, Liam, my niece's uh, boyfriend, who I've mentioned before, he, uh, yeah. on our last day in the compound, he told me one of his dreams, and he opened it well. He said, I know this is dream chat, and therefore should be vetoed, but I'm going to tell you it anyway. And I thought, good. He at least acknowledges that all dream chat is usually subject to a veto, right? 
But he said that his dream was that Sean Dyche, that that uh, Kieran Trippier's um, transfer to Atletico Madrid was part of a um, elaborate plan by Sean Dyche to eventually get him back to Burnley, right? And Sean Dyche had created that. And this was his dream. And but bear in mind, Liam doesn't have any interest. He's not. He's a. He's a. He's a Newcastle fan. Burnley, Atletico Madrid and Tottenham are not of interest to him. But he said in his dream it was very vivid and the whole thing had been set up by Sean Dyche and it was one of those bridging transfers, right? Like Clive and Allen. Ma- yeah, like Clive <laughs> Allen. It was a Clive <laughs> Allen situation. And I just thought it was funny because I thought, imagine if Sean Dyche does have a pan-European transfer matrix yeah. that he controls from Burnley. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and that... And, uh, you could call it six degrees of Sean Dyche and that every transfer that happens across Europe in really the transfer window, Sean Dyche in some way has had a hand in. He's got his fingers in all the pies. So yeah. I think that um, that could be a content throw out for the countries is yeah. Sean Dyche's pan-European transfer matrix. Or right? if you've got a personal six degrees of Sean Dyche, yeah. you know, the six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing is a thing with, yeah. you know, actors in films and everything but if you've personally got a link back to Sean Dyche within six links or under give us it and we'll read them out Sean Dyche it's the idea that he is some sort of all seeing all knowing omnipotent yeah. figure like it stacks up you know, for me it stacks up for me just, completely. he just has ones and zeros constantly <laughs> drifting in front yeah. of his eyes yeah <laughs> and that Kraftwerk song <laughs> <laughs> Listen, a couple of things that, that sprang out of that email while, while you were reading it. <clears throat> Live shows. We're doing mm. some this weekend to start of next week. Tickets still on sale for Glasgow and London on the 10th. Glasgow's on the 8th. London, Leicester Square. Yeah, very, very uh, fancy that is. So come along and London, see Leicester that. London, Leicester Square Vieta is like, that's going to be, I, I hesitate to say the best one, but it's certainly the flashiest venue. Well, it'll be the last one on the, on the run of dates, so we'll have kind of got an idea yeah, we're of what we're doing a, by then maybe we'll have a big Hopefully. do after yeah big fucking p- peanuts we'll go, we'll go up Chinatown <laughs> we'll have fucking peanuts we'll have pop the lot and the other thing was I wanted to tell you about my dreams from last night if you want to talk oh. about boring dreams near, near yeah. to me there's a, a, a news agent off licence that's got like a post office counter in it as well because nice. you know there's post office counters fucking all over the place now yeah. and it's supposed to be up until 10pm every night mm. and uh, my dream last night I went in to, to use their services at the post office counter and they said it was shut and it was about half eight and I complained and I said look this is the second time in a month when I've come <laughs> in to use the post office and you've said it's shut down for the night and they're going yeah, yeah but, but you know mate 8.30pm yeah what what business did you have at the post office counter at 8.30 dog licence but most Something things like can, by, by 8.30 right yeah. Shit can wait till the morning. I'm a busy man. That was the only time I could have gone. And it was the second time in a month and they'd been shut early. And they were like, ah, oh, you know, we're just... They were a bit dis and that about it. Dis and that? Oh, you know. In Sunderland? Yeah. It's spreading like, oh, everywhere. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, you know, there's no demand for it, so we shut it down. You're right? like, listen, mate, I've just fucking got back from Cyprus, right? I've had this for me ten f- fucking days. I didn't expect to come home and get this kind of attitude. Me fucking body clock's all up, fucking all over the fucking place. <laughs> So I pointed to the sign on the door that said 10pm. I says, look, you want to get the sign changed? 
And I, I, and I, I just, I just woke up disgusted with myself. And I could have dreamt such a fucking mundane thing. But you also disgusted with the post office still. I was as well. Even though I've never had this actual problem in real life, it's never happened yet. I fucking love post office counters. You know, counters, if you've got a good one near you, tell us about it, send us a picture. I love spending time with them. Post office rig. There's two in my area. I know the people. Yeah. Um... I've done report. a lot of eBaying. I've done a lot of eBaying this yeah, year. It wasn't got yeah. quite into eBaying, and when when you get into eBaying, you have a lot of discussions. You get to know them well. Yeah. Uh, sometimes you you work your way in where you're like, because when I first started spending time at the post office counters in the queue, I'd see some cunts were regulars, and they had mm. banter with the guy who runs it. Right. Right. And they're like, "Hello, how you doing?" Blah blah blah. And I I was jealous, but now I've worked my way in. And I just fucking love it. Have you know you... what I love about it? The order. The order and the organisation. Yeah. That you rules, see behind there? a post office counter. Yeah. When I was rules. a kid, I'd go to the post office with my mum. All the time you had to be in the post office in the 80s, didn't you? It was like yeah. all life revolved around. That was Thatcher's main contribution. Yeah. She made everything, everything that a citizen had to do had to go through the post office. Right? Yeah. She loved them. Dog and, license, fish license, TV license. Yeah, licenses, everything. And I went there with my mum and I'd look at what they did and it was so compelling, the level of organisation. Mm. And everything was bound together with rubber bands. Yeah. And, and, all, and, all, and everything had its own drawer and its own place and they knew where the yeah. form was for everything. And that is why people loved... You could get a pretend post office toy. Do you know what I love? Do you know what I loved then, and I still, I would still love to hear now, the sound of the stamp, the sound of something being stamped onto the ink pad and then onto the document. And they'd do it fast and aggressive, wouldn't they? Stamp, 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 stamp. Think in in many ways, there's you when you're in a post office, you can see why people in other countries like Germany. Or Vietnam uh, was was um, seduced by fascism. Yeah, because when you hear that stamp stamp, yeah, you think it, yes, it turns you on. You think yeah, I want that. There's order in my life. Someone is I controlling want, me. This is what I need. I just want to yeah. contract out the organisation in yeah, my life yeah. to some sort of benevolent uh, dictator or or a malign one. I don't care. It's like it's like that theory that like lots of clients of dominatrixes or dominatrices is the plural yeah. are high powered businessmen because mm. their entire life is spent, you know, overseeing these massive business empires and they just want to yeah. give over control for a while to some fifty yeah. three year old woman in a flat in Barking. Do you think who, that's why who, Jamie Theakston went to a dominatrix? <laughs> because Exactly, yeah. He was he, just he yeah. was doing that children's T V programme. And he just—he was the boss. Yeah, he presided over everyone, all the puppets, all the fucking Zoe Ball, everyone. He—he was the boss, and in a way, he found it draining, and he wanted to know what it was like to be on the other side. Yeah, and that's why he went. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, I'm glad. I tell you one last thing about post office rigs that I like. The stamp's probably the best thing. You're right. Stamp. But another thing I like is the little spongy thing. That wets your finger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we could get... I might speak to the Latvians and see if we can get a Top Flight Time Machine Brandon branded uh, stamp sponge. <laughs> <laughs> I briefly worked in the library in Sunderland. 
about 15 oh, years ago. That's can, another good Can rig. you guess what the best part of the job was? Stamping the on books. The, yeah, on the issuing desk, stamping the yeah, return yeah. date in the books. Stamp, stamp! Stamp, stamp! Oh, what's this? Biggles rides again. It's three days late. Stamp, stamp! <laughs> no, you stamp them when they take them out. You don't stamp them when they bring them uh, back. I'd There's fucking have a late... Desks. Mate, I'd have a lateness stamp. Yeah, and put I'd go, right. Forehead. Stamp, stamp! Three more lates and you get this fucking stamp here. It doesn't go in the book, mate. It goes on your fucking head. <laughs> That's how I'd fucking run a library. Which, right. God willing, one day I will. We've run out of time. News without news. You ready? Hmm. Yeah. Costco selling magnificent £72 cheese wheel for $900. Nine. Detroit man accidentally shoots himself in the leg twice in one night. Eight. Uh, man fined after driving car with a car on its roof. With a what? A car with a car on its roof. Car with <laughs> a car on top. Yeah, 10, I want to see the picture. And finally, this is a one for results bot. Robot pole dancers to debut at French nightclub. 10. <laughs> Definitely want go. to see a robot pole dancer. There we are. This has been Top Flight Time Machine. I'm off now to look at the robot pole dancer. Um, <laughs> I imagine you're off down the post office, Sam. Oh, Thank- yeah, definitely. Thanks for listening, everyone. TTFN. TTFN, dickheads. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.